This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Having some fun on a victory Monday. It's like riding a bike, Motsi. You know, it, all, like that. That it all comes back to you. It's like a, uh, you know what a victory Monday is like? It's like that everybody has the blanket that they like the most. Mm. You know, everyone's got that blanket when you're really about to hit chill mode. Yeah. You know, you get on the couch, you're watching sports, you're watching a movie, maybe you're playing some video games, watching a TV show, whatever. You got that comfy blanket, you got your favorite snack, maybe your favorite beverage. That right there is Victory Monday. It's that same type of feeling. We're having some fun. We got a lot of reaction on the Twitter.com. We will get back to that momentarily. But for those of you who might be new to the party, boy, you are in for a treat. One thing that we do every Monday after the Steelers play, well, I should say every day after the Steelers play, because if they I mean, play on a Monday, we just we move it. If they play on a Thursday, we move it. Last year, we all they do is win, win, win. We played on a Wednesday last year, right? Didn't we at one point? We did. We did so, do that. So, you know, so we had Professor Moats Monday on a Thursday, but we call it Professor Moats Monday because most typically the Steelers play on a Sunday, and we do this on Monday. Into the classroom, we go with Arthur Moats, where the professor will tell us about the most important moments that decided the outcome on Sunday. Let's go into the classroom with Professor Motes. Class is in session. Hope you got your notepads. Hope you got your pencils. It's time to talk about a little ball today, all right? We're going to have five points, as we always do, because you know that's what you do in Master Mo's class 505, okay? Five. That's how we're doing it today. So, <clears throat> first thing we got to talk about is how sometimes less is more. Okay. Now, what do you mean less is more, Moats? I mean, I thought the more money you had, the better, and less money is not good. Well, the better. Well, when it comes to offensive play calling, sometimes... You have to find that balance, that simplicity. In case in point is, fourth and one in the fourth quarter. Instead of Buffalo just running the ball up the middle or playing an empty set and using Josh Allen, they said, no, let's get cute. Let's do a little bit more. Yes, they did. Let, let's snap the ball. Let's have a jet sweep motion. Let's reverse pivot and throw the ball back. Six yards, and then try to have a one-on-one -on -one isolation situation. This isn't a Disney football Come on, baby. movie. What are you doing? That's not going to work. Did you draw that up in high school musical four? What are you thinking? Okay. All right. Whereas on the contrary, you think about possession downs. <laughs> you look at good old Ben Roethlisberger and Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju lying in the slot. Mm -hmm. Ben, you're in the gun. Ben, a little quick pump fake. Then you're going to throw the ball back shoulder. Juju. Release. Run vertical catch said back shoulder pass mm -hmm. very very simple simple yet physics. effective simple physics sometimes ladies and gentlemen less is more i love it i love it professor i'm picking up what you're putting down second thing is when you get the opportunity to make a name for yourself mm. seize the day go out there and seize said opportunity Carpe diem. And who am I referring to? Because there's a couple guys we could be talking about here. But the guy that I want to talk about is number 20. Yes, indeed, Mr. Cam Sutton. Because a lot mm -hmm. of questions were surrounding him and his ability to play on the perimeter. And when we talked about it, I said, man, James Pierre deserves that, right? Because he's outplayed Cam. But I felt that 
the team would give him that opportunity because of the contract and the politics surrounding it. And his maybe he's a little bit of a vet, more veteran status on the team. But regardless of why he got that opportunity, he got that opportunity. Mm. And what did he do in that opportunity? He made play after play after play. Run game, pass game. He showed up on numerous occasions. Yes, you talk about eye discipline. The play I want to break down for you right now with Cam Sutton. Just close your eyes and just listen to me here, okay? So we know it's third and one. We know it's the first quarter. We know that at the time, though, the Bills are having momentum. They're starting to get their offense mm -hmm. flowing. I can see it vividly. Play starts out. Heavy personnel, 13 personnel, one running back, three tight ends. The only receiver out there is Diggs. So what does that do? It forces the Steelers to have to play a pseudo man-to-man -man coverage because you wouldn't want Diggs versus Cam Sutton man-to-man, -man, but because of the personnel group is in the situation, you make them do that. So now you give a heavy run fake, right? In fact, it's the old school Minnesota Vikings flea flicker right, play, right? Right. It absolutely was. But the thing that you have to remember is this. Run players must play run first. Pass players must play pass first. So while your eyes are closed, think in your mind the flea flicker and how it's starting, right? Mm -hmm. As soon as you see the handoff, you're saying what? It's got to be a run. It's third mm -hmm. and one. We can't waste time. Now, flea flicker, oh, shoot, am I fooled? Cam Sutton never takes his eyes off his work. He has his eyes on Stephon Diggs the whole time, paying attention. Even when Diggs slowly releases, very, very veteran savvy on his approach, slowly releasing up the field. And then when he decides to change gears, Cam Sutton remains on top of the route and his finish, his finish. People focus on the PBU and just say, man, great PBU. No, no, no. Forget the PBU part. Great fundamentals. Back arm, securing the tackle. So if his, if he was off, if he miscalculated and missed the PBU, he would make the tackle. To me, that's the first thing that jumps off. The second thing is the positioning in terms of reaching across with the offhand. Use the correct hand when you're reaching across. So now you got a chance to, number one, get the PBU, number two, secure the tackle, but number three, you won't be penalized because hmm. he's not coming over his back. Right, right. Beautiful technique, beautiful fundamentals. As a whole, man, top-notch play by Cam Sutton. So I had to give him a little bit more time in class for today's lecture. Carpe diem, Absolutely. The third one is everybody go and buy 50 packs of the most flavorless bubble gum you could find in honor of Danny Smith. <laughs> people wanted my man gone for the past three years. People longer, wanted, my, that, people wanted my man gone after that opening kickoff return. But what did he do? His unit accounted for 16 points. Yes, they did. His unit accounted for a blocked punt. His unit scored a touchdown, helped us take the lead. If we don't have his unit... Who knows? Maybe the Steelers end up losing by three. No, no, no. Who, who knows? Maybe they end up losing. I, I, how many points did I just tell you they accounted for? 16. How many points did we score on offense then? Wait, quick math. Mm-hmm. Not that. Not enough to uh -huh. win the game. Okay. So, it's not a we would have. It is a we would. It, it, it's guaranteed. Like, yeah. those points from Boz, those points by Ulysses Gilbert slash Miles Killebrew, to me, that was the difference in this game. Defense played well. Offense did what they needed to do at the end. But as a whole, Danny Smith, man, they provided time after time the plays that we Absolutely. needed, man. And to me, I just got to tip my cap to him because plenty of people bash him every single day. Bubblegum. Bazooka. Get your bubblegum. Bubblegum. 50 pieces for my man. 50. The next up. 
This is point. I'm just double checking my notes. This is point number four. Correct? Absolutely, because you know okay, we're almost you. out of here now. Thank you. Thank you. Point number four is a pretty simple point. TJ White only needs three days of practice. <laughs> That's it. Nothing more. Nothing more. He just needs three days of practice. I'm convinced. Allen Iverson. Hey, hey. He he's visiting. Not the game. He, Not the game. He's visiting us. He he's not from around here. He's visiting us. I apologize, TJ. I'm sorry. I forgot. <laughs> Not the game. Not the game. Fifth and final point though that I gotta make. The old gunslinger can still get it done when he needs to get it done. Was it the prettiest? Absolutely not. Were there some throws that I'm sure he wish he had back? Absolutely. Absolutely. But when it was time and the game was on the line and we needed three throws made, he hit all three. Deontay Johnson in the corner of the end zone. Juju Smith-Schuster back shoulder. And then that third and third, was it third and eight to to seal the deal? Chase Claypool beating uh, the, the DB across his leverage. Mm -hmm. Man, if those are, those were the three I needed from you, and seven came through. Big time tip of the cat to the OG seven. I agree with that. I agree with that. All right, Professor, thank you as always. We got to get out of here and get to our next class, but we'll see you next week. Sounds pretty good to me. Class dismissed. Great no homework stuff. either today. Great stuff. Oh, that, that's my favorite kind of no class. No homework today. I mean, I got to be honest with you. If you would have signed homework, I probably wasn't going to do it. It's just kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, look at my report card. It's in the proof's in the pudding. You know? Hey, ain't that the truth? <laughs> that makes two of us. Let's see here. Um, Sensei tweets us. Let's get back to the tweets here mm -hmm. uh, as we wrap up the show. Sensei tweets. Well, I mean, we're not wrapping up the show right now, but you know, the tweets here, you get it. Sensei tweets us and says, Victory Monday in all capital letters. Uh, I was too excited to be watching football again, but do we have any idea how much uh, Ben was lining up under center? Also, my game ball goes to Cam Sutton above and beyond expectations. I haven't seen any number on that, Mozi. I'll have to go back and, and research that in terms of snaps that Ben was under center versus shotgun. Yeah. That's a, uh, he that's was a good, under he was under a good amount. Though. He was under a good amount. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what, Sensei? I'm gonna have to look for that. We'll we'll get back to you on that way one. Way more than we're accustomed. Way more than we're accustomed. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good that's a good coverage answer there for sure. Um let's see. Uh Steel City Champs wants to know biggest upset game of the weekend. And he says it has to be Jacksonville State versus Florida State, right? And then he wants to know what did what did you end up wearing to the game, Motes? Yeah, so um, for me, um, at the game, I went white tee, blue jean okay. shorts, and then I had my gray Jordans on, uh, Wolf Gray Twelves on. Ooh. Had me neutral colors. Yeah, baby. so but during the game, though, I stayed with my I had a Steeler gang bandana on, so it's the black and gold, but it's a little custom theme bandana that I kept on the neck the whole nice. time. Nice. But during the uh, during a portion of the pregame stuff, I did have a Bills jersey on because I had to go do an hour and a half official team event. I mean, when you rock with both teams like that, that's what you got to do. But as you can see, during the game, what I had. So, you know, loyalty's like what they like. I love it. I love it. Steeler Nation 76. You know, we got Steeler Nation 920. Now, this is Steeler Nation 76. If you don't have numbers with it, it don't count. <laughs> says, uh, can we just give a, a mention for Chris Boswell? I think I've listened and watched to about a dozen hours of postgame coverage since yesterday. No one's given him props yet. Yes, Chris Boswell, like always, you know, you could take the man for granted. We could, every, you know, speaking of somebody else, special mm -hmm. teams related that everybody wanted to run out of town at, at one Absolutely. point. Absolutely. Chris Boswell was varsity. He was money yesterday, and he was, you know, in that special teams conversation. Big part of the reason they won that game in that, what, the 48-yarder that he hit at the end? Clutch. To put the Steelers <laughs> yeah. back up by 10. Mm -hmm. it, that was one of those, like, 
you're sitting there and you're like, all right, Chris, hit this, put us up by two possessions, and we're feeling really good. We oh, got yeah. this. And that's not, you know, it's not. It wasn't a 55 yard, but a 48 yarder in the in that wind in those elements. Tip of the cap to Mr. Chris Boswell for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, not only with Boz that he hits the field goal. I mean, consistently though, consistent ones. That was my thing. I'm just like, windy day, first game, new snapper, new holder. None of that bothered him. My man went out there and did what he needed to do. Shout out to the <laughs> homie Boz. Shout out to the homie Boz. What Juju Ben Hayden Akora for? Says, nah, 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 guess who's back? My social media detox is over. Happy Victory Monday, fellas. Uh, and then asking the same question. Do we know how many snaps Ben was under center? Not yet. More than normal, but we will get you guys a number and a percentage yeah. on that uh, before the week is over. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cuban Dan tweets about Ryan Clark. He says, well, I can understand uh, how every professional analyst had the Bills winning. RC went out of his way to dog the Steelers. Let that Benedict Arnold know his Steeler card has been revoked. <laughs> uh, like RC was man. RC was uh he was very he was very confident um in the Bills. But hey. Listen, I picked the Bills to win by 10 points, so I can't act like I wasn't confident in Bo- I didn't pick them to win by as many as Mozi did, but I picked the man, Bills to win by double digits. Like I said, man. <laughs> uh, Wallace says here, I live behind enemy lines in Ohio, sat out on my patio, listening to the postgame on SNR, and I could hear the screams of my Browns fan neighbors screaming at their game <laughs> in progress. That is the best in life. Oh, absolutely. It was It was a great day yesterday for a lot of different reasons. And uh, and that's for sure. Uh, the 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 Browns and their kind of collapse at the end, uh, being up nine points and and giving up two touchdowns in three minutes, uh, was certainly hey, I was gonna ask a the, lot of do, fun. Do you feel like it's a collapse though when it's Mahomes like that, bro? That's what Mahomes does. I in would September. say I, that felt like more how, like that was just Mahomes than that was the Browns collapsing. It was. I mean, I get the interception, like the, like the but Cowboys thing, yeah, right? Like it was more it's just, just like, Brady doing his thing than the like, Cowboys bro, that's falling what, that's apart. That's what he does, like. I would be more surprised if he didn't do that. Did you see his September numbers? Bro, it's undefeated. No interceptions. 36 touchdowns, no interceptions, no interceptions bro. in like, the month of September. So to me, I'm like... Undefeated, a, never a, lost. A, as great of a game as Cleveland played, I'm like, bro, if Mahomes is out there, I anticipate him finding a way to get it done, especially right now. I agree with that. 100% agree with that. Uh, Devin says, in terms of expectations changing, we only have one expectation, and that's the Super Bowl. There he is. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Devin. Steel City Reese says that that he feels better about the team uh, after that game. I thought that they could win 11 games. Now I think they could win 14. 14! Tell you what, if they win 14 games, they're going to be hosting playoff games. Seriously. I like the optimism, though, Reese. I, I like the optimism. I'm not quite that optimistic, but hey, you you got it. You got the right to be feeling good. Hey, man, they earned it, man. On a, Absolutely. Uh, on a victory Monday for sure. Annie tweeted us and said, my prediction was the Steelers were going to lose 14 to 10 yesterday, so I'm very happy to be wrong. I still have them f- finishing uh, with 10 wins, but I'm hoping to see that offensive line improve and the team peak late in the season. I'm adding Ben's knees to my <laughs> prayer list after that slide. <laughs> Dude. I think we all had a, uh, a temporary heart attack on that one, didn't we, Mozi? Between that and all them shots he was taking, man, it was it was a point going into that the, the end of the first half. I was like, man, is is my dog gonna survive this? Because he's taking some shots, even he's, on his good plays, he's getting hit. He was taking some shots, yeah, for sure. Uh, Brian tweets us and says, "I love seeing the hustle of the offensive line on that reverse play to Kate Claypool. The team didn't quit, and you yep. love to see it." That maybe kind of I mean, personified you saw, uh, what you were talking too, about man. with the offensive line, Motsi. Yeah. Like they just 
even when even after the first half of let's face it not a good performance the offensive line kept coming they never quit mm-hmm. and you know what again that is an improvement upon last year let's let's use that as a floor and let's build from there but i did love the mentality of the offensive line even when they were getting pushed around they weren't acting like they were getting pushed around very true and and that's what you want um let's see here rudy tweets us and says, uh, thanks to the body for the recommendation to start Antonio Brown over Chase Claypool in fantasy this week. And this defense could be historic when Stephon Tuitt comes back. If it plays like how it did yesterday hey. for 17 games, that will be historic. Absolutely. And that's the thing, Good right? Start. It's, we I always this is the situation you always find yourself in, right? To predict a defense to be historic beforehand I mean that's tough to do because we know how rare those historic defenses mm-hmm. are but if you have that information if you know this is a historic defense well then yeah I mean that changes the outlook of how many wins you think a team can get Heck yeah I just don't want to throw historic on defense that's so because we know that's week one yeah let's again if we're yeah, talking historic man. defense around Thanksgiving right that's where we want to be I'm like that OA defense was historic. We're closer. We're we're closer to uh to Labor Day still than we are to Halloween. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's just let's, let's be happy. Right. But let's let's grain of salt as well too. Uh, Steeler Rocker seventy three. Our buddy Jay in New Hampshire says, um, haven't been able to. Or I missed the start of the show, so not sure if you guys cover this. But with all the drop drops last year, I've got to send a shout out to uh, to Deontay Johnson for that touchdown catch. Mm-hmm. Great concentration by him on that. Yeah, I thought, sure. he, I thought he displayed really good hands. I thought the, I mean, as a whole, the I receivers, thought the wide receiver, yeah, they looked good. I mean, because even the one with Chase, like, I don't think any of them had. Yeah, I thought they all did did what they were supposed to do out there, receiver man. The lit one, lit, 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 lit. lit. Rebecca said, "Got to hear my Blitz boys on the podcast last week. Glad to hear you guys live on a Victory Monday. Dang, the defense looked lit." No pun intended. Facts. They absolutely did. Facts. And you know what, Rebecca? I didn't get a tweet from you. Normally, you're one of the critics of uh, the Here We Go song on Fridays. <gasps> All right? Ooh. And I can see, like, it sounds like you weren't listening live, but if you got it back on the podcast, I thought I would, I thought I'd get it. I thought I'd get something. I got a couple tweets about it, but none from the lit one. None I'm a little sad by that. From the lit one. Just kind of let us down. I got I to gotta share with you this line that I all right can I share with you just real quick I think you'll be proud of me what the first let me verse hit, let me hit. what the first verse was of the here we go song up the road we go to Buffalo mm-hmm. there's one thing yins need to know Ooh. Steeler Nation is coming to party uh-huh yo Bill's mafia where's your Lombardi Ooh, facts facts that was lyrical too yeah you you and bars on it right there Whew. that wasn't too that wasn't too harsh was it I, mean, I was just telling the Whew. truth bars Lomb- bars them Lombardi's up there where they bars. at though Bars. Where, where they at, though? Bars. Steeler Man 7 says, Victory Monday, patience is a virtue. Can't wait to see this team evolve as we go forward. You know what? That's where I'm at, too. Like, obviously, Motes, yesterday got me excited because you go on the road against a really good team mm-hmm. and you get a win in dramatic fashion. That just always makes you excited, happy, pumped up as a fan in general. But I think that's that, like, Steeler Man just touched on the real kicker for me. We talked about all this stuff and how we think that there's so much room for improvement still. Even on the defense, which was great yesterday, they get Stephon it back. They get a little bit more comfortable and on the same page in the secondary. Like, I am very excited to see how this team evolves going forward because it's a big win yesterday. It's an impressive win yesterday. But I don't think they're even scratching the surface yet for the team that they can be. Very true. Very true. I mean, that's the beauty of it, though. That's, it's week one. They're going to keep getting better. 
You know they're going to keep getting better. We both know this. And now this is a great tweet from CR here, Mozi. And I love. Hey, shout out to CR Listen, too, CR, man. CR, if you li- I mean, it's about time you tweeting us, buddy. <laughs> Seriously, man. He was tweeting me yesterday a video of him I'm hanging up a Steeler flag. Okay, I'm gonna say, I know you saw that one. Yeah, it's about time, CR. I thought you were gonna be every single day. All right, here. man. CR tweets us, and yes, everybody, C- CR is on Twitter now. If you want to get Steel at him, Nation Chicago. Steel Nation C H G O is his Twitter handle. Uh, you can also, I retweeted a video from him yesterday, so you can look at my page to find him there as well too uh he tweets what's up victory monday do not want any bs about forgive us from you and the body for picking the bills team effort win all three phases won the game and can we please give a shout out to a historic starting offensive line first time in the 88 year history of the pittsburgh steelers that it was an all black starting offensive line Wow. Look at, I did not know that. Look at CR doing the research All right, there. CR? Shout Dotson, out. Then. Chooks, wow. Dan Moore, Trey Turner, Kendrick Green, first time in the 88-year history of the Steelers. I did not know that, actually. That's why. See, that's why we love CR. He, great. That's our resident historian, CR. Wow. He might Shout have to. Out. Yeah, CR. I bet you probably like labs, and probably they probably don't even know that Seriously, one. Seriously, dude. Uh, like, wow. And also, CR, we don't, we're not asking for forgiveness about picking the Bills. Not at all. All right? I ain't asking for forgiveness. I thought the Bills were going to win the game. I'm never going to lie to you. Would you rather me lie to you and pick the Steelers to go 17-0 every season? I ain't doing that. Actually, they would. They, 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 you they, know they would. I think they would. For a fact. I mean, would. last year I only picked against the Steelers like twice, I think, the whole right. year, and people were grilling me. Yeah. So maybe most, what we need to do is pick against the Steelers every week. That's where you guys should be going with this. You guys pick against the Steelers. They win. And maybe Moats and I should just start picking against the Steelers every week. Great to hear from you, CR. Appreciate the tweets. Appreciate the research as well. And, yeah, everybody out there in, in Steeler Nation Radio land, make sure you're hollering at CR uh, on Twitter. And and we get a uh, we get a, a video here, Motsi, about Bills fans stomping on the terrible towel Uh-oh. while tailgating. Listen, it's the curse. You know, you can't disrespect the terrible towel, Motsi. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows about the curse of the terrible towel. Lexi tweets us, says my game ball for this game has to go to the scouting department. Impact plays for so many rookies in their first varsity game. Good tweet there, Lexi. Good point. Yeah, four starting rookies on offense. Um, Trey Norwood on defense. Motes, those guys, again, if if that's the floor, if that's the starting point, mm-hmm. you're feeling really good about how this thing can progress. We talked a little bit about Pat Fryermuth, not a ton. He looked comfortable out there. If he, you know, you and I have talked a lot about how we think, you know, week seven, week eight around that time, like it did for Juju, is when things will really start to click and slow down for Pat Fryermuth. If he's going to get continually better, that's that's encouraging. You're right, Lexi. A lot of a uh, lot of rookies with varsity level performances in their first game in the NFL. Oh yeah, and I think with Fryermuth, man, I want to see him get more involved. In, in the passing attack as well. I, mean, I, I like the little catch he had. I thought he did really well in his blocking too, man. But for him, he's just got to get more confident, man. Keep getting him out there. Sean says everyone can keep sleeping on us. Um, and let's, let's you know, maybe pump the brakes on the offensive line. It is still really soon. Four new starters, two rookies. It's going to take time. At least that's the hope. No, we, we agree with that. Like, I don't – we – Again, Moats and I are honest here. Like, we're Steelers guys. We evaluate all this through black and gold glasses. But we – we just love the game of football, and, and we, we want to be honest when everything that we evaluate, the Steelers and otherwise, you're absolutely right that there, there's certainly hope there, Sean. Uh, and I think we said that, too. If that's the floor, you, you can work with that. They, they, they will get better. They should mm-hmm. get better. Um, and and we've, got, uh, we've got a lot of, a lot of faith that that will be the case 
this year. Uh, Annie says, with that, did you draw up that play in High School Musical 4 quote uh, from JMU Hall of Famer Arthur Motes? He now becomes an SNR Hall of Famer for that one. Dude, partner, that was good. Hey, man. I appreciate you, man. I'm going to have to cut that one out and use it that as It wasn't that good, though, I'm going to have to like, cut that one out and use that as a drop in the future. I just don't know what, what they was thinking. Now, here's a good one from TC. Arthur Motes, they don't ask how. They ask how many. 100%, man. TC had to throw in the Joey Porter there. I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, Steeler Nation 920 says, CR, welcome to the Twitter party, pal. How about that game from Green Bay? If they look like uh, if they look like that against us in a couple weeks, it'll be a good year to be, <laughs> the, one, the, truth, to be the one Steeler fan living by Lambeau. <laughs> Dude, I was shocked by that. Yeah, man. Like, And I thought the Saints would be all right this year. I didn't think they were going to fall off a cliff. And again, I've always been a believer in Jameis Winston. I think he has the tools to be a good quarterback. He just needed some polishing and some coaching. But I tell you what, yeah, if, if that's going to be the Packers this year, Steeler Nation is going to have some fun up in Lambeau in a couple weeks. And, yeah, for, for people like uh, for like 920 here who live in Wisconsin, they're going to be enjoying themselves for sure. Uh, one or two more here to get to Motsi as we close this thing down. Steel City GF says, in the second half, how much better did you guys think the offensive line was? Was, uh, was that adjustments made in the second half to the line? What did you notice there? The biggest thing I thought with the O-line first half, the second half, was the starting field position. That was huge. Because in the first half, they didn't get the gimme plays. They didn't have the turnover in terms of the the was it the fourth and one or, or the fourth and eight and then the third and one, fourth and one type situation. Those helped them out a ton in the second half. It gave them a condensed feel. I also thought that in the second half, the O-line, in terms of the run game, less thinking and just more just being physical right not trying to be perfect just firing off the ball I thought that that happened they obviously had their holes but the big thing to me was the starting position I thought that that was the biggest difference when you are able to get shorter fields right you look at a drive starting at midfield you look at you know how many drives were I mean the one that was the the interception that's yeah. extended right yeah. so that gave them more time that was also where I think Claypool had the reverse on that drive and I know uh Deontay had the screen pass the the you know, the pseudo, we're going to throw it out there right now. We saw about 30 of them yesterday. <laughs> you know the plays I'm talking about. We have one of those as well with Deontay, though, as well. So I thought that those were the things that really helped the O-line out in terms of why they were more productive in the second half versus the first half. But still, that's the thing. It's like, how often is that happening? Right, right, that, right. That, that's the problem. Like, how often are you going to sure. continue to get the ball sure. at midfield and only have to pick up essentially 10 yards, 15 yards to get in the field goal range? That's why you take it on Sunday, right? Right. But then you get better. You, yes. you enjoy you, it. And then you, you evaluate. But right. then you evaluate and you get better. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're going to continue doing all week. That'll do it for us today. Thanks to my co-host, Arthur Motes. Thanks to everybody for great participation on the Twitter.com today. Great stuff from everybody. Uh, if, you, if you joined us today, maybe if you missed us, we did get a couple tweets about people not being able to find us last week as well, too. Mm -hmm. Motes and I, we're kind of like the utility players here, all right? We're that classic baseball player. We could play first base. We could play third base. We could play the outfield, all right? We could be a relief pitcher coming out of the bullpen. Motes and I get moved around a little bit during Steelers season, but you can always find our podcast, Steelers Blitz, wherever you get your podcasts. Even if we move our time slot, we still upload the show there. Um, and you can always check our Twitter accounts too, because when we are moving uh, time slots, filling in for other people, things like that, we always make sure to tweet it out yes. so you guys know as well. But thanks to all you guys for rocking with us. 
it was uh it was a great week one and we'll be back on Wednesday to look ahead to week two because remember we're now in that schedule now no shows on Tuesday because of the Mike Tomlin press conference we can't talk over the boss man we can't talk over the boss and we especially want to hear uh from the boss after a game like that so that'll do it for us today we'll be back on Wednesday with plenty more final thoughts about the bills we'll start to look ahead to the Raiders and you know we'll be having fun the entire way so we'll talk the ins at noon on Wednesday as always, on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, Steeler Nation Radio.